this podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 19 of the Blood Curse Stories. Your harvesting is going so slowly, my sweet subject. We aren't even close to finishing this. What's happened to you? Have you given up? Unacceptable. Looks like we'll have to get drastic. Hi, everyone. I don't know how much longer I'll be doing this. These migraines have gotten really bad. Melsef himself has come to me, but... I can't seem to stop. It's been like this the whole podcast. At first I thought I was sleepwalking. I'd I'd stop recording and I'd wake up in the morning, but the episodes would be there. But now I'm not so sure. With how much this all hurts, I'm starting to wonder. If I've ever had control... Probably not. But I have just two more batches of tapes, and then I'm ending this. I don't care what happens anymore. I have to. Okay. Let's go to Penny first. I've been sitting here for days, just mad as hell at Marshall. I just keep rolling it over in my head, and it makes no sense. Why wouldn't he just leave me? Why would he put me through all of this? But, you see, I guess I've come to an answer. One at least as good as any. There is no answer. Sometimes the good Lord just gives and takes, and all I can do is just learn from it what I'm supposed to learn from it. I did my crying over Marshall. I got mad. I even broke some nice little lamp. But now that I've calmed down, I guess I'm okay. I never really needed him. I thought I did, but as Edith would always tell me, I'm more capable than any woman this side of the Appalachians, and it's time I started acting like it. What kind of woman would I be if I let some man's stupid decisions ruin me like that? Yes, it hurt, but I am done hurting, and I am done letting anything about Marshall affect me anymore. I am not Penelope Rutherford anymore. I am Penny Schaefer, and I am going to be just fine. Hello, young man? Yes, you. Come here. Yes, Mrs. Rutherford? Call me Penny, okay? Yes, ma'am. Is there anything I can get you? Bring that cotton here. I want whiskey and conversation. Oh, okay. Pour one for yourself and sit down. I don't think I'm allowed. I'll tell your manager to go to hell if he has a problem with it. Yes, ma'am. Just gin? Yes, ma'am. My father always liked it, so I favored it. Then I uh, met someone, and he, the person, really liked gin and tonics. I know you're with that gangster boy. You don't have to hide it from me. What? I found his sister. When she passed, they may not have been the most polite pair, but they didn't deserve whatever happened to them. No one on this ship has deserved whatever happened to them. Well, 
What's that? Maybe that Bedivere fellow. I beg your pardon? That Peter Bedivere, the one with the little painter wife. Oh, yeah. They said he choked at dinner on like a chicken bone or something. <laughs> Divine intervention, if you ask me. I know they acted nice, but I could tell what was really going on. All you had to do was pay attention to see how he was treating her. He should have choked years ago. Could have saved that poor girl the trouble of enduring him. Yes, ma'am. And you know, I heard she was found down there with the farmer. The police won't say anything about what happened, so you know it's bad. And as mean as this might sound, I hope she was with that farmer. You know, like lovers. Yeah, her husband was so terrible. We were all kind of thinking the same thing. I hope at least she had some happiness before she passed away. My only complaint is that her worthless husband lived longer than her. But at least he's gone. How are you holding up? What? Since your boy passed on, you doing okay? I mean, it comes and goes. We had a big fight and broke up at one point. I found out he's a gangster, and I mean, it just freaks me out, you know? You think you know someone, and then you find out they've been hiding this huge secret from you. That they've been lying to you about something so scary, it's like, do I even know you anymore? Trust me, I understand completely. My ex-husband didn't kill people for a living, but I found out he's been having an affair our entire marriage with kids and grandkids. That's horrible. So what did you do? Yours ain't nearly as bad. I just thought about a bunch of things he said previously. How he said they were starting a brand new life before how he felt free to be away from their home environment. It sort of made it all make sense. That's who he used to be, but he was trying so hard not to be that, you know? His sister tried really hard too, but she was having a rough go of it. He loved me, and I loved him, so I went back to him. We patched everything up, but then that afternoon is uh, it's when he passed. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Well, think of it this way. He left this world knowing how much you love him. And I'm sure he's up there with God, both looking down and smiling at you for being so sweet. Pretty sure God doesn't like killers, or men like us. I do believe the Bible says he loves even the sinners. Listen, you both are good boys with good souls, and when you're old and gray and finally go, you'll get to be with him again on the fluffiest cloud you can find. You hear me? Yes, ma'am. Now pour me another drink, and no ice, please, young man. This whiskey's getting watered down. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, I've been meaning to ask you, why do you talk to the staff so much? There's tons of other people here. Because there are a bunch of rich children that have their noses up in the air. I want to have real conversations with real people. <laughs> Sorry everyone, I'm still hurting. This was supposed to be just a thesis. I was just gonna present my thoughts and commentary on these tapes, and now I... I don't even feel like I'm myself anymore. I feel like this podcast stopped being me a long time ago. I don't know what it is now, but... I'm afraid. Dr. Weissman, or, or whoever's listening, I'm... I don't know what's going on here, what this... this 
thing is that's trying to get us. I, I, I don't know what it can do. I don't know where it ends or who to trust, but these tapes be proof. There is something here. It's trying to kill us. Please, just forget about us, forget about the ship, forget this whole thing, and maybe it won't get to you. Maybe it won't get to us. Uh, oh, oh, God, no. Cindy, 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 wake up. I need you to wake up right now. We need to leave. We need to go. What is that? that one shark? It's really persistent today. No, Cindy, look, I, I can't explain, but we need to go. We need to run now. What? Tommy, he was murdered, and the thing, whatever that monster was that did it, he said he was going to come back for us. Why didn't you tell me? Because you... I honestly thought I dreamed it, that it was some terrible nightmare, and I didn't want to scare you with silly paranoia. No! But this... Cindy, it's real now. It's no dream. Please just trust me and run. Okay, let's go. Mary, your tape recorder! No, Cindy, we don't have time for this right now. Do you want whoever killed Tommy to get caught? Get the recorder. Do you have any idea where we're going? Just, just keep following me. I know somewhere no one can find us. <sighs> it's the engine room. No one comes down here but the workers. Uh, uh, we need to, we need to hide. She's with you now. Tell me, 
Are you glad to find true love right before you die? Or do you wish I'd taken you with Tommy, never knowing love at all? <laughs> <laughs> torture me I mean, even if you're gonna kill me just do it please i've heard what you do i'm not your teammate so just leave me alone or kill me oh max you have so much to learn don't worry it'll all be over soon now play the tape hey found a letter this morning inside my office. My office is always locked, which means someone broke in again. I confess I was scared when I found it. With all of the things going on lately, it feels as though the note in itself is um, almost a threat. I came back here to my room without opening it. I wanted to record reading it just in case. Okay. My darling Dr. Weissman, I want to personally thank you for all of your help. 
Without you, I would never be at the full power that I am at now. I have taken these passengers' hearts one by one, and it has been so much fun. So I wanted to thank you for serving these people up to me so beautifully. Sincerely, Malsif. Oh my God, these murders. Someone was using my tapes. All these people, all these people, all these poor people, they're dead. And it's all my fault. Your study has been such excellent bait. Thank you. Oh, God. What have I done? Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Mel Seff is Eric Ravenscraft. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Eric Green, Javakus Green, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, Ovis Ross, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast. Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories to become a patron and receive behind-the-scenes access, bonus episodes, and monthly chats with cast and crew.